Hello and welcome to the Paropod episode 96. Um, just <laughs> I love the uh, the um, ASMR mm. quality. We're back again. For that banging hot weather, I gotta crack yeah. open a can. Oh my god, we actually had to. Uh, my can's actually kind of warm, which is really disappointing. Oh shit, bro. Um, I don't know why, but um, yeah, what a day! My god, it is, it is absolutely tropical. It is there, Scorchio, as, as my dad would say. Scorchio. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> whatever you say, Dave. Yeah, whatever you say, Dave. We got my hands in the air. Whatever you want to do. It is Scorchio. You call it's, the shots. It's. I got burned. I got sunburned, man. I got sunburned. I was playing badminton. I was on the south side, so I was playing badminton outside. <laughs> on my on my break. <laughs> we weren't doing that on the north side, okay? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got some. I was out for like 35 minutes, 40 minutes. I was burned. I got burned. I came back in. I was like, oh my God, what happened? And I was sweating balls. I was so sweaty. I stank. It was literally, there was a, uh, it wasn't even a film sweat. There was just like, it was dripping down into my eyes. I was sitting, yeah. I was sitting there, I was sitting there at my desk. Sweat dripping into my eyes. Someone came over. I was like, "Can you? Are you crying?" Yeah. <laughs> Someone came over. He's like, "You know, can you have a look at this?" And I was like, "I was like looking at it from afar, you know, because I, I didn't want to get too close. Mm. It was pretty stank, and also like they pretty see like the the sweat. Yeah, all of the, the 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 wetness on my face. But anyway, yeah. How was your day? <sighs> Sweating. <laughs> like yeah. I yeah, I've come to the full conclusion that I uh, I think I kind of hate summer just because I work, just because of work. You should. Everyone should have the summer off. Everyone should. Everything should shut down. It's a big scam, because in Italy and places like that, in Europe, Spain, I believe as well, in August, um, just like a warning. If you look at all like the tourist guides yeah. and uh, stuff like that, it's always like try not to go in August if you can, because everything, most things shut down because they go on mm. holiday, like you know. Yeah, because it's like it's. They're like, why too would I? Hot. Yeah, why would I work? But I know that in Ireland, because like. We don't have the the president pre, preci- the president president. I was gonna say president yeah. president president president. Yes, the president. Uh, to do that because we don't normally get summers that are like mm. this unbearable. But you know, global warming. You know, might get that eventually. So you know, that's one up for global warming. Yeah, like <laughs> there are positives, but because um. I, I know that we don't have you know that thing where it's in other countries. They have a certain uh, temperature that once it hits that, yeah, down to us. down to us, no one works. I'm almost certain that we don't have that here. We should have it at about 22 degrees. Yeah, just <laughs> 19 degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody indoors or everybody into the the ocean, basically. Yeah, I was I went for a little sea swim. Ah, uh, I'm so jealous. Swim quotation marks. Boy, I mean, just stood in the water and I can't really swim. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like swimming. Swimming. Simming? I don't like swimming in the sea, like, properly. I like mm. submerging my body in water and just ah, yeah, being yeah. cold and then getting out. I don't like the sea at all. I don't mind Fair. swimming, but I hate the sea. I wouldn't... Fair. I don't like... Yeah, sea swimming. Like, when you're kind of out. No way. No, People you. that do that are like... I'm like... Freaks. You're kind of a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are... Like, you have nothing to live for. There was cunts putting on wetsuits going, like, far out. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, relax. (laughs) Relax. Why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to go on the weekend. I want to go It's always older people that do it as well. You never see young people doing, like, sea swims like that. At least I don't, anyway. They have loads of free time, you know? Mm. They're like, wow, why not? (laughs) Why not just drown? (laughs) Yeah, I'm off tomorrow, you know? I might as well go fucking, you know, balls to the wall, full, you know wetsuit and all today it's, yeah, it's the wetsuit the more wet than suit. anything ever get those you know the the sea shoes 
didn't get. Yeah. You need. You really need them. For, which beach did you go to? Actually, I was about the hot. Which one? The, the stone one. Yeah. Actually, the, was thinking the need terrible. Sho- yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a few shoes for this. That is in any other country they would not call that a beach. No, that, that's just like a like an inlet, a very small inlet. That is a private beach, though. Yeah, I think it is private property. But like, but like you, you can't enforce that. Like, imagine, <laughs> oh, imagine, no. tra- imagine trying to enforce that. <laughs> You'd, you'd be lynched. <laughs> you would literally be lynched. Yeah, yeah. Like Bono or whoever owns that that place, like you would die. Uh, but yeah, that that beach is, is grand, but like it's, it's not a beach really. It's just like no, stones. But it's the best one for swimming because it, get, it gets deep pretty quickly. Oh yeah, as I opposed to the one beside the dart station. Oh yeah, I haven't been to that one. I don't think Burrow is it? Burrow Beach. Yeah, mm. sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I want to go to that one. Could, does, what is up with E. Coli always being an issue? Dirty, dirty people. Is that just a, a persistent problem that we have? I've no idea. I don't, how would like, you get E. coli? Uh, Donny, no, Donny Brook, no, Donna Bay, Do- Dolly Mount. Jesus, what oh. is wrong with me today? <laughs> We're four minutes in, I've already fucked up like <laughs> many sentences. Uh, Dolly Mount has like E. coli in the water, and somewhere else does as well. Mm. But like E. coli is caused by like sewage or something, isn't it? I've no idea. I think it is. I think it's just like I just know sewage. from like the uh, Dettol ads. You know, I'm not really sure what it is. The Dettol ads. You know, it's like kills 99 percent of E. coli. You know, no, you no, no. Man, well, maybe it's an old thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched ads in a while. Wait, does E. coli like? I e- thought E. coli is only in the water. They can get E. coli off and off uh, in the kitchen. Really? You can, yeah. Mad off food and stuff like that. It's like salmonella. It's, uh, they're always mentioned in the same sentence. What? This might be a stupid question. What causes salmonella? Does E. coli cause salmonella? Or does uh, salmonella just... Is salmonella separate. like a thing by itself? Mm, I think it's just its own thing. I think it is, That's yeah. just fish, isn't it? Bad fish. Bad chicken as well. Bad turkey mm, as well. Yeah, yeah, but A lot of people die during Christmas. Not, I don't know if you... I think you can die from salmonella, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people die at Christmas time because of it. What the fuck? Yeah, imagine getting fucked up by a chicken that you've cooked. Not probably, though. <laughs> yeah, they had the last laugh. I <laughs> yeah, got you back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's rough. It is rough. Oh, God. I've, um... I have started a subscription with Audible. Mm. I have caught... I've also come to the terms that one, I hate summer, and two... I don't read. I just don't do that anymore. <laughs> I uh, You've retired from reading. I basically retired. I'm like I have a book that's on my table there, the pension big pension book there. Um, uh, I have a th- like 900 pages of that left. That is the last book I will ever read. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, from there on out, it's just audiobooks. To be fair, we've read more than most people would read. You know. Yeah, I've retire. read enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like you know, there's still books I want to read. I do want to finish the other pension book, but down the down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just listen to. I'm listening to audiobooks now, because um, I was li- reading um this Charles Manson book, Chaos. Mm. Uh, it's pretty good, and um, I was like two thirds of the way, or a third of the way through, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm sick of reading." Yeah. So I just <laughs> so I just uh, with Audible, you get obviously like the free months free, to yeah. start, mm-hmm. and if you're on. Amazon Prime, I'm pretty sure they give you another credit. So mm. I think you get two books a month from Audible if you have Amazon Prime and if you're paying for Audible because mm. Audible gives you like one credit a month, basically one free book a month. Mm. Um, So I just like, I oh, hear I'll just, I will test it out with a book that I already know that I'm enjoying. Mm. And now I'm after listening to two chapters, I'm like, fuck, this is so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> and do, I'm actually do you re- find it hard to pay attention now? Not really because it's nonfiction. I suppose. I think that's the. I don't think I could listen to a fiction book. Mm, yeah. I might test it. Test it out with the other free credit I have. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. And just you know get like a shorter, 
uh, fiction book and see how we get on. Because mm. I tried to listen to... Oh, what's that podcast called? Night something. Do you know that podcast? Nightville. Oh, uh, welcome to Nightville. Yeah, that's a really good podcast. I tried. That was, that was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Pretty last one, I think. It's really good. Really it, I but I. That's like fiction. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. like a fic. That's basically like a short story. Like every it's like so week or whatever. It's so vibey. Yeah, so vibey. So, but and I music as well. I couldn't it's pay good. attention to it though because really? I thought I couldn't. I listened to like three episodes. Like. I can't listen to this. I just can't get into this because it's fiction, I guess. Mm. Even though it's like 15 minutes long or 20 minutes long. Mm, yeah, it's quite short and it's kind of like disjointed. Mm. Um, like it's not like totally linear. But I know what you mean though, yeah. Do you have to listen to Night Welcome to Night in Vell from the start or can you just hop in? Um, I, I'm not entirely sure. Because I, only, I think I listened to the first like 30 or something like that. Mm. And then they started losing me really, really fast. And I just gave up. That? That, yeah. I love the first 15, 20. I think it's... It I started going know. into these stupid side plots. I was like, this is stupid. I don't know how... I actually don't really know how it works at Night Vale. Because um, or welcome... What's it called? Welcome They have to, a book as well. Welcome to the jungle. It's one of Australia. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Night Vale. Sort by... Oh, they definitely have over 100 episodes in it. Fucking hell. There's a lot of this. Mm. Jesus, there's a lot of episodes. They're all like 25 minutes. Mm. Wait. Uh, date. The other opposite direction. 210. 210 episodes. Are yeah. they still going? Yep. Last episode was released 15th or 1st of August. 15th of, 15th of June or 1st of August. So they're every two weeks. Um, I don't know if we could get into that, though. I think it's... I don't know, because I don't know how Night Vale works. I think it's kind of, you can dip in and out. Well, I mainly got the vibe from it. I really like the vibe. Mm. Yeah, the, the vibe is very good. The initial setup. Oh, wait, hon, start with the current episode and you'll catch on in no time or go right to the start with episode one if you want to binge listen. I think you should go right to the start. I think you kind of should as well, because I feel like there are stories that progress. Yeah, I just feel like the start is just way better, because I didn't listen. I obviously haven't listened in a long, long time. But uh, the start was just way, way better, mm. in my opinion. Like most things, like this podcast. <laughs> like this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think I, it's more of like a uh, a bell curve, I think it was. Yeah. You know, we hit our peak and then it's just been downhill for about 80 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. I'm only joking. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Once we use episode 100, this thing is fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> Closing down sale. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do something crazy. There's something crazy in the works anyway once for, we, for one, episode we, 100. Once we catch up with Night Vale, then we're done. So yeah. we still have like 200, uh, 110 more episodes. Plus all the ones we have to catch that they will be releasing. Fuck. Yeah, so 2025. <laughs> well, if we start releasing two episodes. What if, what if two we just start a week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the, at the break, we just cut off there. It's like, okay, that's Monday's we, release. We, we easily could do <laughs> that. Yeah. Could do I, that. I've thought about doing that before, but it's uh, it's kind of hard work would people enjoy an hour-long podcast yeah. more i feel like they do yeah probably is it two hour long we're too far into it now to change it yeah two hours <laughs> is too long but it's also too long too we're too far into it yeah oh yeah so you can't change the format <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, that's just not a thing <laughs> we're way too into it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of the format what have you been watching this week mark ah very clever Um, i had a look at a new movie on Disney Plus, believe it or not, um, which I was recommended by multiple different sources, including 
yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Prey. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this. It is a prequel to The Predator, which is within the Predator franchise. Yeah, which you this isn't. Well, it's not prequel. It's, it's not, not really, just yeah, set up. It's, it's just yeah, it's, it's, it's just, set in the same universe. Yeah, just years beforehand. Yeah. Um. In Native American times. Yeah, I'm gonna look up the name of the tribe that's in this. Cause I, Turtle Island. Are they a real tribe? Sure. Mm. <laughs> feel like you could Feel like you couldn't do that. <laughs> could you do that? It's the Comanche, you know, or is it? I have no idea. It's no, that's absolute bollocks. That's just the first thing <laughs> I thought of. It's the Apaches, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, isn't that the Apaches in that, uh, <laughs> the Native American ones? Uh, Apocalypto and all. Yeah. For some uh, do we have a name of the tribe? A skilled Comanche. Comanche? Yeah, the Comanches. Is that, are they real? Yeah. No way. I thought that would have been like, you know, a bit intensive, but obviously not. <laughs> what? I guess it'd be more insensitive to, to make up a fake tribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Dances with Wolves tribes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! um, yeah. What's your history with... Because for me, I have, a, I have a big nostalgia for the original Predator. I've seen it, but I, I don't know it that well. I don't know the franchise at all, really. Oh, really? I, that, like, I know Alien quite well. Yeah. And Alien vs. Predator. But I, I, I've only seen the original. To be fair... I don't really remember that well. To be fair, mm. Alien has two really good films in it. Alien, Aliens... Prometheus is good. Mm. All the rest are pretty bad to dog shit. Yeah. Whereas for Predator, the first one is very good. Mm. Second one's pretty bad. Predators? Is that the... Predators, yeah. The one they, with Agent Brody? Yeah, yeah. That's all right. It looks good. The Predator is dog shit. Oh, have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. I watched it on an airplane. Oh, God. It's real bad. <laughs> um, And then Alien vs. Predator are both bad... Alien vs. Predator Requiem, that second one, mm. I have like come to the conclusion, many conclusions have been made by me th- this week, mm. that is my arch enemy as a film. Oh. I fucking hate Alien vs. Predator Requiem. I despise that movie. Why? Uh, it's one of the worst films I've ever... It is, <sighs> it's the worst Hollywood film I've ever seen. Oh my god. I think I've seen that. I'm pretty sure I have seen that. I hate I it. I just don't remember. I hate everything about it. Yeah. Because how many AVPs are there? Two. There's only Thank- two. Thankfully, we've only had two. I thought there was three. I don't... Like, I feel like they should bring back Alien vs. Predator. Why? Like, give us a good one, because it's, it's really not that hard. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I feel like someone like... Um, I'm going to throw a name out there. Neil Blomkamp. What has he done? I know that name. District 9. Ah, yeah. And uh, Chappie. I like that idea. Everything after District 9 is shit that he did. Is he doing that new K? What are the things called? What? What's that one with the... Uh, Inside the K? No, the fucking... What's that? The bomber, Unabomber. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's in that movie, isn't he? Did he do that? Ted K. Is he Ted th- K. Yeah. I, I don't think he did do that. But yeah, I meant to see that. It's on something, actually. Is that film out? It is, yeah. It's been yeah. out for a good while. No way. Yeah, um, I want to watch that. But I have a, a big... Um, oh, it's on Prime. Is it? Yeah. No way. I want to watch that when we go on. I have a um, a big nostalgia for the original Predator because it's... The, the first Predator is the first over 18s film I ever saw. Oh. My dad recorded it on our UPC box. Yeah. <laughs> And I uh, sat down and watched it with them, and I was like, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> 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 that film was so good. And even still, I'm like, 
Anyway, obviously, I don't think it's as good as I, as I was when I... Jesus Christ. Obviously, I don't think it's as good as I did mm. when I was like 10 or whatever age I was when I saw it. Mm. But uh, it's still a banging action film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Arnie um, and... And the muscles. Uh, Carl Weather. Carl Weathers is so good. Yeah. No, what? Yeah. No, Carl what's... Weathers. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. From Arrested Development. Carl Weathers. Is it Weathers or something else? Weather... Carl Weatherman. It's not Carl Weatherman. It's Carl Weathers. We'll look this up right now. And he swindles Tobias out of uh, cash for the entire series. Oh my god, he is in Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. When you said that, he, I thought you were making a joke, and then you're, no, then they no. hit me. He's like, oh no, he, he is in it. They show clips from Predator in Arrested Development of uh, Carl Weathers getting his arms blown off. Yeah, Carl Weathers, yeah. And uh, the whole thing is he's really cheap, and he, t- he flies economy and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, he makes soup from like raw materials. Um, and he scams to buy a set of like money for acting classes. It's so funny. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very good. Such a good bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love the original Predator, and there hasn't really been a good Predator film since, like, an actually good one. Mm. I don't even think Predator is Predator is fine. It's all right. Mm. Um, it's kind of shitty, but Prey, Prey is it the best Predator film in a while? since the first one <laughs> yeah, yeah not too hard but it's also it's it is a pretty good film i, I just don't understand how there hasn't been, it's such a simple concept mm. aliens how, alien comes down it's the best hunter it hunts humans humans fight back mm. how is that so hard <laughs> yeah like they, they seem to you know they, they make a, a balls of it every time mm. but this one is 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 it does it well it oh does yeah it well. it's a cool setting stuff like that follows what's her name I don't know any of the names. Of this. I have no idea what any names are. Uh, it follows Nina or something like that. Double check that. Something. Nina. Something with an N. Of course, now my wife does Follows Nancy. Fucking work. Jeez. The Native American warrior. Who's a woman. Convinced. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm actually convinced that the Wi-Fi in my house is actually getting worse. Getting worse. We yeah. got new Wi-Fi. We doubled our speeds. 30 a day. Out of there, our letterbox has just gone to shit. Let me have a look. It follows Naru. Naru, yeah. Naru. Naru. And she is a uh, a woman, first of all. <laughs> she's a woman. <laughs> she's a woman, and she's also subject to the... Um, gender roles. The gender roles in her society, which, you know, back in the day, that was clearly a thing. It's like, you are a gatherer, or you're really good at medicine, you're not a fucking hunter. Yeah, don't go hunting. We men, we're the hunters. Mm-hmm. But she's pretty good at hunting. Yeah, the, suddenly the men become the hunted. Yeah, they get butchered. <laughs> and there is a predator on the loose who has uh, fallen down from the sky. Hey, Mark, take a seat. What? Hey, Mark, oh, take a yeah, seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are you doing here? What's the man's name? Uh, Chris Hansen. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to have sex with that Native American girl. <laughs> <laughs> what did you mean by... You, did you ever see the one where he, your man's like... They're they're all very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah all of them. Are. <laughs> but the one where you brought fucking shaving cream and a sh- and a oh, razor. Oh. Some, of them, some of them are really dark. Some of them are hilarious. Some of them are just really dark. Oh, some of them are like, this man needs to be put into a chair. Yeah. Ever see the one where the guy's naked? He walks in naked. Oh no. Like butt naked, and Chris Hansen comes in. He's like, you might you might want to cover yourself up and just just walk outside, and he just gets arrested straight away. Grim. Butt naked. Butt naked on national TV. Grim. He got deported straight away. Oh yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost nah. Anyway, but we're talking about prey, and uh, yeah, the predator comes down. She sees him landing, um, in his ship. 
you know? Mm. And she's and no one believes her, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Because she's a woman. Yeah. Also because it's like aliens. Also because <laughs> they're, like, they're like, what are you talking about these monsters and ghosts and shit? Not, that's not real. Yeah. Because uh, she interpreted it as a sign that she was like maturing. Yeah, as a sign that she's going to learn how to hunt or something like that. Mm, yeah. Um, and she kind of just wanders off and then stumbles into the predator mm. as it butchers a bear that's about to kill her. Mm. Um, the setup is very cool. Setups, man. The whole like everything about the predator is so well done. Mm. Um, I love like the predator's tech in this because it's different tech to the one in the original film. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, like slightly different tech. Like his helmet's different. Yeah, it's it does m- look different. Yeah. Um, even his face and stuff like that is slightly different. Like mm. it's, I don't know because I've never you know there's like comics to predator and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I've never touched any of that shit. Um, mm. But maybe there's some lore there as to like different races of Predator or something like that. Maybe just advanced in what... This is set in like, what, the 1700s? Yeah, 1600s. And the original is set in what? The 80s. Or so. The 80s, yeah. yeah. So like, Yeah, 300 years though to evolve a very different face though. Maybe just wearing a mask. True. No, he's not. He's not. He takes off the mask. Oh, yeah. His whole face is different. Yeah, different races of different, predators. Yeah. Yeah, I think there are. Yeah. I think there are. Yeah. Sure, that's in. That is actually in the predator. There's a super predator that's really big. The super predator. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally called the super predator. It's the laziest fucking film I've ever seen. The mega predator. Um, but it's just a very. It's just a good. It's you know. I actually think it's the best action film of the year. I think it's a better action film than Top Gun. Because there's more action in it. <laughs> Really? Yeah, more. I prefer hand-to-hand shit. No, that's a lie. I love things driving fast. <laughs> I think I said that last week. Where yeah. It was like my favorite thing. <laughs> He's totally 180 in yeah. like five days. No, but I just think there's more action in it. Mm. And it's like the Predator butchers people. There's one scene in like an ash-filled forest. Mm. Awesome. That is everything I've wanted from a, from a Predator film. Yeah, yeah. It is very... Uh, it's a cool vibe. It's a it's a good setting as well. It's kind of a, you know, I think we said it before. There's not a lot of set around that time, you know. No, it's not. It's a very cool time. Mm. It's like something. I remember what, what did I watch last? The Mohicans. Yes. It's probably the the only film that I've seen which is set at the same time period, and um, where it's like you have the frontier between the uh, natives and the the French trappers and like the British colonists coming in from like the east. Um, it's a very cool time period. First World War basically as well, but like there's barely anything set. There's barely anything like known about mm. it in like the public imagination. It's just not really taken advantage of, and this this story uh, really does because it's just kind of because it's using like the element of the unknown, like the alien invasion. At the same time, you also have like the colonists and mm. the trappers and stuff like that. So they're being encroached from like several different sides. Yeah, you have the superstition and like gender roles, and it's like all these different things coming into uh, you know, kind of dovetailing into. It's just kind of a. Uh, it's just satisfying. Yeah. It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's, a, it's a good premise. It's a good setup, yeah. and it's it's executed very well. It's just a good movie. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a good movie. It's nothing crazy. Like something. Um, <laughs> it's not mind blowing about it's not, it. Yeah, it's not going to blow your mind, but it's still it's a good. Um, it's definitely worth watch. Cause it's, it's a not, great seven out of ten film. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not that long either. No, it's only ninety minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but this is like, they said that they want to do more stuff like this, which like mm. that's all I want. Who's the guy who did this? He's always oh, the guy who did uh, Ten Cloverfield. Name. Yes, he is. I don't know his name. Mm, but it's his, it's his first film <laughs> since that for some reason because that was a huge. That was that, really yeah. well received. It was huge box office. He's a good uh, director. <clears throat> well, yeah, he's two for two. Like, surely I think he's got something else as well. David Trachten- Trachtenberg, Ten Cloverfield. No, not even weird. 
Very strange. He did a Black Mirror episode. Playtest. I didn't watch that one. Snooze. And Portal, No Escape, which is some short film. Weird, he's only done two things, and they're both, they're both very good. They're both bangers. <coughs> yeah, they're both using, it's like, fucking um, grinding up, like, standard studio fare. Yeah. And turning it into something that's actually worth watching, which is really admirable, which is a huge skill, which maybe they don't seem to have copped on the fact that he's actually good at it. Yeah. Or maybe they will cop onto it and, like, overdo it, yeah. and they'll give him the next Jurassic Park or fucking, you know, Avatar 6 or something like that. Oh, give him Jurassic Park. That is a show, actually. Ah, uh, it's like, it'd be shit. Oh, it would be shit. It would be shit. Because that's just a studio thing. There's too much money. Mm. There's way too much money to go into Jurassic Park. Yeah. And even this, like, this is a... Jesus, I've got hiccups now. This is a pretty um, low-key film. Like, it's... I don't kind of imagine the budget to this film. Film was major. Fucking hell. <laughs> because also, like, some of the CGI in this yeah. film is dodgy. A lot that, of it is really bad. That bear looked good in some in some shots, and then all of a sudden it would look like ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the animals and stuff. The wolf. Yeah. It's like, that just looked terrible. Like the, the scene where the predator kills the wolf, mm. that just looked shy. Yeah. You know? But then the actual predator itself, itself when it was like, um, oh, God damn it. One second. <laughs> the actual um, predator itself, though, like when it's invisible and stuff like that, looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, although I don't know how hard it is to fuck up something being invisible. Well, it could have looked a lot worse, I think. Oh yeah, you know, easy. You know, I think maybe it was a bit too, maybe heavy-handed. You know, maybe it could have been like a bit like more invisible. I think that would have been cool. But instead, he's kind of walking around like a mech suit. Oh yeah, half the time, <laughs> which is yeah, it's a bit a bit weird. Um, uh, but no, it's good and it's great kind of character development stuff, and uh. You know, good action. Good action. That's all that you, you want. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. Good, good set pieces. Yep. But yeah. Um. Oh god, what else do we have on this list? <laughs> <laughs> Where do we? How do we? Uh, off ramp from this. I think something I was watching. I watched. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, which one was it? It was. Uh, it was good. <laughs> oh, it was good and pretty <laughs> ugly. Oh. Um. Yeah, I've seen this film years ago, but did not like it because I was like 14 and I'd heard like, oh, this is the best cowboy film ever made. And I watched it I was like, this thing is boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really understand like the plot or anything. I didn't know what was going on because uh. I was like half paying attention to it. Uh, but this time, you know, I'm older and I've seen the other, um, what are they called? A few dollar, dollar more trilogy? Uh, yeah, a fist... Yeah, uh, it's I a know, fistful of dollars, a few dollars more, and then the good, bad, the ugly, which like Loki kind of annoys me. But also, it's a very good title for what it is. Mm, yeah. But but why why is it part of this trilogy? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Clint Clint Eastwood, you know, he's he's back. He's a cool cool guy. <laughs> and uh, Sergio Leone, who I have seen a few films by. I think he, he did Once Upon a Time in America, didn't he? Mm. That's alright. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's a four-hour. We're gonna get into that. Uh, yeah. I think I already talked. Did I already talk about the film? I think I did. Surely I did. Yeah. Surely I did. I watched that film ages ago. Surely mm. I talked about it on the I podcast. Did, yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch a four-hour <laughs> film not to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> um, but the uh, have you ever seen this film? No. Have you ever seen any of the trilogy? No. Um, from what I remember, uh, first film. I think the first film I preferred to the second one, I think, off the top of my head. Uh, but the third one is the best one, mm. easily. Um, it's just, like, 
filmmaking like you know like i'm just i have my doing two chef hands here when i'm saying this um just like slow shots to build up tension extremely well mm. like the opening of this film is just two go- like uh, two f- two men across like this like kind of shitty small town and then one guy on the other on the other side and they're both walking up to each other really i think it takes like four minutes or something for them to meet and it's like cutting between their faces and they're all both sweating mm. and then uh then they turn into a saloon and then a gunfire you know breaks out and then uh tito is that his name tino look up his name something like a tino the ugly <laughs> the mexican guy <laughs> the mexican guy he jumps out and uh, it was like Bow! you know the ugly or whatever and then you know you get to see the bad the bad guy whatever the fuck his name is i need to look up these characters names and uh and then blondie which is clint eastwood um tuco tuco and angel eyes which is the bad uh just the introduction to all those characters is so well done and that takes Mm. up about like 20 ish minutes of the film and it's just about some guy found a bunch of gold uh with the army and he buried it in a grave Mm. And that's and like he's he's dying and he's he tells Tuco where the grave is, what graveyard it is and where where the graveyard is. But he dies, and he tells Blondie which grave it is. Mm. So Tuco is trying to kill Blondie at that stage, and he's like, "Fuck, Blondie, don't die, because I need you to stay alive so we can do this together." Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, Angel Eyes is trying to figure out in a different way, yeah, uh, where the. Uh, where the graveyard is, and then you know, it all culminates at the graveyard mm. in one of the best finales to a film ever. One of the best endings to a film ever, as well. S- such a satisfying ending. Mm. And, um, you know, it's just them <clears throat> up until like an hour into the film, nearly. It's just them, uh, kind of just fucking about basically mm. until they, you know, figure out, find out about the gold, and then the plot really kicks in. Um, but there's just like the music and like the shenanigans that the characters get into. It's more or less a like vague romantic comedy between Tuco and Blondie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like they look, they hate each other, but they also love each other. They're also bros, man. <laughs> uh, and then Angel Eyes is just a bastard. Yeah, is he the bad? He's, he's the bad, the bad. Yeah. and he's bad. Like he'll uh, he'll get his information, like tell you he's not gonna kill. It. Like the way that they introduce him is um, he rocks up to this like poor fella's house and. Um, He's like, Frank told me that you said something, whatever. Uh, what do you know? And the guy tells him everything he knows. And then he's like, I'll pay you $1,000 uh, to kill your man and not me. And then Angel Eyes is like, well, you know me, man. I always you know, want to take a job. I finish it out. And then he just guns that dude down. Yeah. Then he goes after Frank and he tells Frank everything he knows. And he's like, oh, it's funny. He offered me $1,000 to... Uh, to kill you and the other guy's like <laughs> what an idiot and Angel Eyes, Angel Eyes is like you know man uh, when I accept the job I see it true and then he guns down him as well it's bad <laughs> well he's he sticks to his word he he has morals but they are a bit skewed <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's just like someone that you can't you can't trust at all mm. and uh, there's just so many good set pieces and just like great shenanigans but the music in this film oh yeah. So good. Ennio Morricone. Oh, like, like everyone knows the music in this film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so accurate. Uh, I've been practicing all week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ecstasy of Gold is also such a 
one of like the best pieces of music put to film. Which one's that again? It's the one where two goes in the graveyard and it's just yeah, like, how's it go? Yeah, it's uh, how does it go again? Um, the fuck, uh, how does it go again? Oh wait, I actually can't remember how this piece wait, of wait, music wait, goes. We, we got this. I, I'm thinking that was the is the opening that that. That's all that's caught my head now. Wait, wait, wait. I played the start of it because because we stopped doing. I stopped doing the music um when we were introducing in, in the break because we kept getting copyright claims. Yeah, <laughs> like every single time I did it, we would get a copyright claim. So I'll um I'll just play a little bit of this song and then we'll you know. That one, you know this one? No. You don't know this one? Mm. So good. So good. Hopefully that like, four-second clip isn't enough to get <laughs> <his> fucking <laughs> copyright claimed. Um, although we never got copyright claimed for that Marky... Marky... What the fuck is it? Marky Marky and the Funky, funky Yeah, Witch. we didn't get copyright claimed for that intro. We don't so. get it on Spotify, so it's the main thing, isn't it? No, we're gonna get it on YouTube. Yeah, well, fuck you know. them. Yeah. I will intervene on our behalf. Yeah, <laughs> my name is Marky Mark. <laughs> um, but yeah, just everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's just one of those films where, like, I don't really have like loads to say about it because it it's is good. It's just it's a classic. It's one of the all-time great classics. Yeah. It is like the best cowboy film that. No, it's not. I was gonna say it's the best cowboy film I've ever seen, but. Assassination of Jesse James is. Yeah, that's yeah. the best cowboy film ever made. Mm. Um, well, that's like an anti-western, isn't it? Yeah, this is just a pure. Straight this is western. pure straight-up western. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's you know it's banging. It's um, it has this kind of uh, there's this whole like thing in the film because it, it takes place during the Civil War, and there's like it kind of has this uh, this message not really message but this kind of thing in the film it's pro pro slavery it's not pro slavery (laughs) but it's like man both sides did suffer (laughs) i was just like yeah true but one side was fighting for slavery (laughs) well how's it how's it it's like showing like the devastate like all these um it's mostly the um confederates yeah Mm. confederates are the bad guys yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. 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 it's mostly like confederate like showing how like how the confederates are getting their shit wrecked mm. by the union um but like showing us like oh look at like all these injured soldiers and stuff like that it's like yeah but <laughs> yeah <laughs> they kind of have a common <laughs> yeah there were yeah there was a lot of crazy massacres and stuff for no reason mm. you know people there, killing each other there's no laws out yeah. in the west oh my god no wild you west you yeah. joke it literally was wild west there's no law for a while lincoln was like i'm i am the law Killing yeah. random cunts, you know. Yeah, just why not? Yeah, why not? You could do it. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, it was acceptable. I feel like a lot of, although isn't that something that uh, Jesse James is kind of like a reaction to? Is like the glorification of the South, mm. or like Southern heroes? He is the glorification of the South. Yeah. yeah, he's the folk hero of the the lost cause. Because like that's, I really feel like that is a, it's certainly a thing in this film where mm. like where it is like, look at all the look at all these you know soldiers that are getting like they're you know all bloodied and like it like slowly pans across and it's got this kind of sad music that plays mm. but it's like yeah but they're <laughs> they're the bad guys they're the bad guys yeah um and i've heard about that about what's that film called the searchers yeah the searchers the searchers is yeah very apparently that film's real racist <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i haven't seen it but apparently <laughs> apparently yeah. it's class though but 
yeah, it is. A, it's a good movie, but um, it's it is it is literally just the white savior trope, and John Wayne is mixed in with all that. That doesn't John, help. <laughs> John Wayne is, was even more like right wing than like <clears throat> Eastwood or um, any of them. You know, he was very much like the Amer- like he was the American Ubermensch. Oh, John Wayne's a fucking was a fucking psycho. Oh, straight up fascist. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, you ever see that clip? You know the you know that you know when uh, uh, Marlon Brando won. His Oscar and he got the Native American to walk up. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever hear about the, that? It doesn't. Yeah, I don't think there's any photos of it. Mm. I mean, there is photos of it. I just never seen them. John Wayne had to be restrained from like he was wanting to get up on the stage to attack her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was the guy was crazy. Yeah, literally insane. Um, a man out of time because he belonged to like the fucking 16th century. Yeah, which is why he was a cowboy. Yeah, which is why people liked him. Well, he was a pretend cowboy. He yeah. was just a random guy. He thought he was a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, he he's thought a, he was. He's a wannabe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I beat the shit out of John Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a he's a big guy. I bet you he was five foot six. Oh, I think he was. I think he was like actually properly tall. Because in the Searchers, he's like he just towers over everybody. Yeah, but Gandalf towers over everyone in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely wearing boots. But yeah, he has a he's that all uh, you know the stoic American. He's he's a he's a strong white. Oh fuck, white he is big. <laughs> he's a big guy, like one point nine meters. How big is that in feet? It's like six four or something. Um, six three. Six three. <laughs> That's not that big. He's only got three inches. <laughs> four, but to say like three. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty rounded up. Three and well. a half. <laughs> he's max six one. He's definitely rounded up. Clint Eastwood is also six three. Jeez. Yeah, he's a bit lied though. Pretty skinny man. Afraid he's like, yeah, yeah. That's a like whatever about like Clint Eastwood because of his height, you know, real mm. cool. Dudes, dudes made of fucking paper mache though. He's not that. He's not jacked, you know. I, I could take it. Yeah, you but. definitely could. <laughs> Get him in the knees. Clint. Yeah, well, I could take because he's especially eight, now. He's eighty-five year old man. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you out. He has a son, Scott Eastwood, who's in all the he's like superhero movies now as well. Skies, what I don't know him. Yeah, he's just he just looks like Clint Eastwood. I say yeah. He has the whole thing with the photo shoots, black and white, and he has like cigar in his mouth. It's like get your own bit, you know. Yeah, like, come that is on. So pathetic. Don't take your dad's bit. So pathetic. Oh my god, he does look like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he's he's a spitz. He's in a few uh, superhero movies. He's in the longest ride. The longest ride. He's also in Gran Torino. Come on, bro. Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah. Ever see that? No. I've only seen clips, and it looks absolutely dog shit. Doesn't it? It looks so bad. It, the acting, the dialogue, um, is just really bad from what I've seen. Yeah, just from what I've seen. I've never seen the film, yeah. but everything I've seen about it looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, I think it was either it was nominated mm. at least. I don't know if it won any Oscars. Just from. But it was big back in the day. But do you, it's like, do you reckon that's a white savior film as well? I'm not sure. Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, because it's about. Surely it is. It's about him fending off uh, Asian gangs and saving a girl, isn't it? And saving a local, like the neighbors or something. A local Asian woman. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm Clint Eastwood. Get the fuck off my lawn." It literally, it literally is about him telling people to get off his lawn. <laughs> the ultimate boomer. Yeah. Impact. What the fuck is this? He has a squint. Yeah. His squint. eyes must be fucked. How old is Clint Eastwood? I reckon. How old do you reckon he is? Ninety-one. He's ninety-two. He's ninety-two. Yeah. Wow, that was close. Oh, right, he might be ninety-one right now. No, he's ninety-two now because he's May thirty-first is his birthday. I'm so, so close. That's <laughs> <laughs> you were for folks. Clint. Clint. What a guy. Uh, well, not really, but anyway. Ah, <laughs> I haven't seen that many Clint Eastwood films to be fair, but this one's pretty good. 
good and bad. I mean, obviously, it's like considered like one of the best films mm. ever made. So, you know, yeah, it kind of deserves it. Do you watch anything else? I look at a film called La Jette. I've like seen this film, but I. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's the basis for Twelve Monkeys, which is how a lot of people would know it. Twelve Monkeys, which is a film that we never watched, but we were told to watch a very, very long time ago. Yeah, by some dude. Eighteen <laughs> months ago. <laughs> Um, we never got around to it. I still haven't seen it. Um, as Brad Pitt and stuff. It's from like the year 2000. Mm. But La Jette is a short film. 30 minutes. It's 28 minutes long. A uh, French film in... Um, of the French New Wave. Yeah. Uh, La Nouvelle Vague or, Vague or whatever it's called. Uh, but I, actually, just, I actually don't think I finished this film when I watched it. No? I think I fell asleep. Yeah. I could see that, but it, it is... I didn't... I, I thought it was good. Mm. I, I thought it was. I thought it was engaging and stimulating. But yeah, it's part of the the new French New Wave. This guy, bought, this guy called Chris Marker sounds like a an American guy. But he's mm. actually he was actually this French guy who fought, fought in the uh, the resistance against the Nazis and stuff. And he was part of the le- what's called the left bank of the New Wave, mm. which is like uh, like another way you have like Goddard and a, uh, Truffaut mm-hmm. and people like that who are like you know like not household names, but most people, a lot of people yeah. know who they are. But if you're in the film, you know who they are. Yeah, and um, they're a lot more commercially successful and stuff. Uh, but the left bank is like more kind of a DIY stuff like that, and mm. um, trying to be as experimental as possible, push the push the boundaries of the of the uh, the medium, um, and they had a they they're called the left bank because they had sympathies with like uh, leftist um, philosophy and stuff. Fucking commies! They're communists. Well, so is Goddard, I suppose. But like, anyway, yeah, Marker was like he met you know Andre Bazan, the film theorist. Oh he was mates, yes, mates with him, and. Um, because they wrote for a Marxist uh, film journal called uh, Esprit, and he kind of outlined his film philosophy there. Uh, but yeah, La Jette is, I think it's one of his first big films. Um, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because the Did year he do Sans Soli? Yeah, Sans Soli, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't seen that. Yeah, but... I have to I have to watch that. I haven't mm. seen it yet. Um, but yeah, he got in big trouble in 1961 because he went to Cuba immediately after the revolution and made propaganda films for Fidel Castro. And uh, he, no, got, he got banned from America and stuff like that. And people were like, ah, oh, you piece of shit. But then like the next year, he makes this film, La Jete, which is like nothing to do with anything, which I've just talked about. It's, it's a, it's a, film, film it's a about, time travel film. It's a time travel film. Yeah, it's a science fiction film about um, um, this guy who was in a post-apocalyptic Paris after World War Three. Uh, everything's irradiated and people live underground uh, and he's like a convict he's been convicted of some uh, crime which I don't think is really discussed uh, but he's been sen- sentenced to death uh, but he's been selected for a uh, an experiment that they're running where they're trying to get people to send back in time to warn the past mm. to like you know not make the mistakes that they made um, and they pick him because he has this really he has this obsession with the idea of uh this woman that he saw in Orly Airport, which is a real airport. Mm. I was in it a while ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Um, it's shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a kip. But, um, yeah, when he was a kid, he saw this woman on, like, the It was gi- on the way to Primavera, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shit hole. But, um, yeah, yeah, he saw this woman on the jetty at Orly Airport. And uh, he just, he's, it's been stuck in his mind. He sees, he can envision it very vividly. Um, so they pick him to go through the experiment, send him back in time, and he, he ends up he meets up with the woman, and like he gets you know he becomes friendly with her, 
um, and he goes back multiple times. But for, from her perspective, he's just like coming back every now and then mm-hmm. and just hanging out with her and then leaving again, all, like all within a very short space of time. Um, and then he, he goes into the future and stuff like that. Um, you know, the future yeah. people are like kind of like aliens. He can't really understand them. They also have the ability to travel back in time. He basically runs out of his, uh, he, he uh, exceeds his usefulness for the scientists who mm-hmm. are uh, doing the experiment and uh, they're going to execute him. Um, but the people from the future intervene. They're like, we're going to, we'll, we will do you a favor uh, because of the sacrifice you're making for mankind or whatever. Um, and he's like, I want to go back to the, the past. I want to live in this idyllic moment, which I've been obsessed with my entire life. Yeah. Um, and there's this whole twist. I, I'm not going to spoil the twist because it, it is something I think people should, it's, you can, it's worth watching. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's 29 28 minutes. minutes. Yeah. There's a really cool twist at the end. Um, but the, the I think what what makes the film like really exceptional, not in just um, in terms of like its relation to Twelve Monkeys and all that kind of stuff, it's the way it's its use of form. Like you've seen, yeah, like it's that's it's not a motion picture. No, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's not. Which is really cool. Which is um not like whenever because whenever you hear about this film, like in terms of like you know film people talking about it, it's like that's oh, the greatest sci-fi film ever made. You know, it's this, it's that. So I was like. <clears throat> And there is like a solid plot to it, but it's it's voiceovers and mm. still shots. Yeah, it's still photography, mm. beautifully shot yeah. photography, um, and it's ba- it's basically just a photo montage. Um, it's almost like the the the, the film it, the story is told as if it was a photo album. There, yeah, um, which is still uh, like there's no one taking oh, the pictures. I've never yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, it's done really, really well. But it, it, it like the reason it's done like that. Um, Marker was talking about his name. Marker is that what I said? Sure. Yeah, Chris Marker. But anyway, um, he because he, he was trying to kind of um tie into the theme of like, um, time mm. and uh, time is a snapshot. Tempor the temporality, the temporal nature of film and stuff like that. Because you know you go back to like Eisenstein. Eisenstein, mm. Eisenstein has the theory of dialectics or dialectical cinema where you have. The two frames. Yeah. Like film, all, all of cinema is just uh, about illusion. Mm-hmm. It's like the illusion of motion between frames. So you have yeah. 24 uh, frames in a second, um, but they're all individual frames and they're blurred to give the illusion of motion. Obviously, it's not actually moving. It's mm-hmm. just the frames. They're all still images. And this film like just basically slows it down and um, extends the gap between the frames to the point where uh, each photograph will last like three, four seconds. Um, but it like lulls you in this way that like like the when you watch a film you don't perceive the cuts really mm-hmm. you don't see the if it's if it's edited well you don't see the edits and this is like it's the exact same but it's like kind of um it's pushing it into your face that there is an edit there yeah yeah it's very you, you can te- you're watching it and you don't notice but at the same time you're like this is just this is a photo album and you're thinking about it like why is this mm. like how is this different yeah and how is it also the same as any other film yeah um, and it's just kind of cool like that um because you know going back to the dialectical cinema the meaning like the story which you can derive from cinema is in between uh the frames yeah it's literally it's not what you actually see it's what you it's the meaning that is uh, created through the collision of two different images it's the same thing they were talking about with don't look now yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, very similar. And um so this thing is literally it's not taken to like an extreme, like a the logical formal extreme, whereas the meaning is literally between you can see the images move from one, you know, one to the other. Mm. And the story you ha- obviously you have the the voiceover, but you, you don't really need the voiceover. It's all kind of told in a very 
a very clear visual form. Yeah. You can re- you read the story in between what you're actually watching, the frames that, that are shown to you, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's just a, it's it's a film like kind of stri- or cinema stripped back. Yeah. In a, a really interesting way, and a way that's like it's it's still like appealing. It's not it's not like a totally like film bro kind of like this is you know it's doing something really interesting. Maybe you don't get it. It's a it's really anyone can watch it. Yeah. It's really really dig- digestible. Yeah. Really um really just fun to think about. It's that's a good sci-fi film. It's not like yeah. you know oh, it's about communism or whatever. It's about it's about philosophy. It's about life and the meaning of all this. No, it's about time travel, it's bro. Just, it's just about a guy who travels back in time and yeah. then he goes forward in time and then he travels back again and that's it. Yeah. There's there's no real there's no crazy themes beyond what you can read into it yeah. in a art, artistic sense, you know. How did it uh, inspire Twelve Monkeys? Well, it's, just a plot. it's just based on it, yeah. yeah. It's not similar in any other way. So, <laughs> like, all the... Like you 12 know. Monkeys is in two hours of distilled frames, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be extremely uninteresting, but, like, imagine if they did that. Yeah, I think th- Brad Pitt, like, like, this sort of thing would have to be a short film. Because otherwise, it's just, like, insufferable, basically. Is there any word for it? I think he could make a two-hour film. It just no one would watch it. But like You're fucking so boring. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it would. Like based on watching this, I I, I thought it was very good. Because mm. mm. um. <laughs> like when I watched it, I kind of fell asleep because I was like, visually, maybe I was watching it because maybe I watched it and I was just tired. But like visually, it is just like there's not a lot going on. You're basically looking at photographs for half an hour with narration over mm. over it, and. Uh, it was not what I was expecting when I went to go when I was sat oh, really? down to watch it. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, oh yeah, one of the best sci-fi films ever made. Knocking on, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't like you know know anything about the film in terms of that. So like, I was just sitting there watching it, I just fell asleep watching it. Yeah, because yeah. the voices are very uh, monotone. Mm, yeah, they're not. You it's know, some French guys. It's just like yeah, and then he went back to the past, <laughs> yeah, like, and then he, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, it's like World War Three and stuff like that. And then there was nukes. Yeah, <laughs> way, way, way. But I thought it was good. I think I think it does demand more. I do need to rewatch it. Mm, I don't think, you, yeah, because I know what you mean in terms of like if you watch it and you're not like watching it, mm. it's kind of hard because it does demand more in terms of like you yeah. ha- you literally have to imagine more in your head, yeah, like in your mind's eye because there isn't enough, there isn't as much visual feedback as you're used to yeah. with the film. You know, there's like not really a lot to your eyes don't really track anything. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of seeing the images, yeah, and uh, from frame to frame. And uh, but like that's that has its own place, you know. Like that's yeah, perfectly it's valid important. form. Very very important. Hundred percent. Chris Marker, he only died died in ninety one in twenty twelve. I didn't even know that. He was so old. Jesus, that's old. Fe- very uh, very influential, hugely influ- influential uh, filmmaker. Um, but yeah, he died very recently. So. Interesting stuff. I'll have to watch Sans Soleil as well. I don't know if he did that, though. He did. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll have to give that give that you as well. Because that's also like 20 minutes long as well. Mm. That's way more, from what I know about it, it's way more stream of consciousness. It's like its whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Stream of consciousness. Um, which kind of reminds you of Mirror, the Tarkovsky film. I kind of want to rewatch that. Um, just from what you're saying about like, there's something bit like... Because when we talk about like films like Prey, which is like, yeah, it's a good film. It is like highly enjoyable, but I, th- I, th- I think it's important to sprinkle in those mad, <clears throat> like pretentious films, in there, those mad experimental, experimental yeah. films yeah. that are like, 
really like testing like the medium of filmmaking and stuff like that. Mm. I think that's really important because it makes you makes you think. It just change. It makes you enjoy things in ways that you maybe didn't before. Because mm. a lot of it will fall flat. But the same with everything, trial and error. And if you find something that actually works for you, or just generally in like an aesthetic or whatever or a form, then like it just it like it's a whole new dimension to whatever you're watching, yeah, like, or whatever you're consuming or whatever you're interacting with. You know, uh, experimental stuff is just it's way like yeah, like praise, good movie. It's a good movie, but mm. like it's there's always it's not something that you. You know, I'm not gonna be thinking about it. Yeah, you wouldn't think about it. You wouldn't talk. There's not really a lot to say about it. There's not really. It's just kind of something you watch. You could, it's something you consume. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, Legete is like, there's like you can spring onto other things from that, and you can like, you can like, there's like reading. There's material written about it. Yeah. There's other films which are related in the same kind of vein. There's stuff that kind of sprung, um, from um Marker's work into like different genres and mm. different kind of approaches, um. So. You know, all, all has its own place. So. 100%. You know what I mean? You don't have to like everything, but try and appreciate everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For what they are. I want to go for a break because I'm real sweaty. We go for a break. Let's do it. And now on to the news section of the podcast. We're going to be looking at Marvel. Again. Again. Because there's fuck all else really in the news. No films have been really announced uh, in the past few weeks. So Olivia Newton-John died. See that? Oh yeah, that's very sad. I don't know what else she's in besides Greece, but she was in, she was Sandy. So that's sure, I can't so. believe that. Like I'm like not this. I know this sounds really bad, but like you see John Travolta nowadays, and you're like, how the fuck did he live? How was he alive? Yeah, that's all that Scientology pumping him in with yeah uranium or something, keeping him going. Adrenochrome, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. dead anyway. Or yeah, rest, right. in, rest in peace. Or um, But um, but uh, we're gonna be talking about the uh, recent expose piece, kind of written by Gizmodo.com. Probably pronounced that wrong. Abuse of VFX art, VFX artists is ruining the movies. More specifically, about MCU films. Mm, terrible, terrible special effects. Because we've been talking every time we talk about Marvel films. Mm. Only recently, I feel like in the past like two ish years or so, it's been like, man, the green screen and the special effects rubbish are bad, mm. or like at the very at the very least, incredibly inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they mentioned, yeah, I haven't seen though. The last one I pretty saw, I think it was Endgame, mm. and if, like the special effects were shit in that, but like not exceptionally bad that you notice for a movie. Oh. I, it was just not a normal blockbuster, yeah. um, which with too much uh, special effects. But the the ones I've seen, the clips I've seen recently, like the one from Thor, I thought that was I couldn't believe that abysmal. Was real. Couldn't believe that was real. Yeah, you know, it's absolute dog shit. Like there's like there's people that were active in the uh, the media production society in DCU. Yeah, they could have done could have yeah. done better job yeah. than a lot of what a lot of the clips I've seen, uh, which is just absolutely crazy. It doesn't make any sense considering the amount of money that's behind it. Um, but yeah, based off the article, it seems to be a combination of like lack of unionization, mm. globalization, yeah, various things, you know, uh, tax incentives, Crunch. all these different things. Yeah, yeah, Crunch. yeah, pushing the uh, the profit margins down for uh, via, like small uh, via via VFX houses and stuff, which because they all, they outsource all these things to different companies um, who bid on them, you know, um, so. They kind of need the work 
because it's monopolized so much. It kind of reminds me of um, <laughs> it's gone. Riff. <laughs> uh, it reminds. It's like um, you know the way like Amazon monopolized um books online. And yeah. Then, then raised the prices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, like the way Disney Plus worked as well. It started at what five euro. Something. Like now that, it's yeah. up to nine euro. Netflix. Netflix. Netflix as well, like, you can kind of understand that, though, because that was, like, an emerging... That's a new medium. Yeah. Or was when they first started. But Disney specifically put the um, their uh, the, the cost to, to subscribe to their streaming service, Disney Plus, at a very low price to get people in, yeah. Mm. Um, and then they raise it once they have people trapped, basically, yeah. in the subscription service. Um, that's kind of like that with, with the movies, where it's, like, they have um, such a huge monopoly on uh, blockbusters at the moment that they can... They don't need to make good films or to have... A good product, really. They're going to make money regardless. Yeah, it's not that important what the effects look like because people will still watch it. Mm. People still go see it. People still pay. Um, you know, this is... She-Hulk is the one that is mentioned in the article. Yeah. For, like, the most recent example of someone... Uh, or of a, a project which had a lot of backlash for bad CGI. But She-Hulk's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Everyone's already subscribed to that. Um, Doesn't matter. Everyone already watches yeah. Disney+, Plus Marvel uh, uh, shows and stuff. So it really doesn't matter what the effects look like. No. At all. Like, they are bad, but, like, Disney don't care. Yeah, why would It doesn't they? affect them, yeah. Yeah, it only... I think it only really affect their their actual cinema releases. And, like, they mm. don't they don't seem to be slowing down at all to allow for the VFX companies to, like, you know, be actually able to produce mm. good VFX. They're just pumping these things out every fucking like two three months you're getting a new marvel film mm. two three fucking tv shows and like just the inconsistency is crazy like that like just from the trailer of she hulk <clears throat> at times she hulk looks all right and other times she looks fucking terrible yeah it looks really <laughs> weird is bruce the- banner looks fucking terrible as well yeah because she's big right She's bigger than... She's big. Yeah. She's a big lady. <laughs> she looks really weird. Mm. It's really strange. Her face, face looks, looks weird. really weird, yeah. There's something uncanny. Yeah. You know? Which, like... There's also too, way too much going on. There's, like, four different characters. Oh, uh, yeah. That's... In, oh, I don't even want to say It's like, oh, this is this random character from this movie that you might have seen. And mm. um, I don't care. Yeah. Like, what... How many people actually care about that? I don't uh, know. I, I think, think it's just a marketing thing. It's like you should see this other movie that this guy's also in. But like this, like this is and this is getting so away, terrible. getting yeah. away from VFX. But yeah. like, my God, with Marvel, it's like nothing. Like the film that you're watching at this moment in time does not matter. What it matters is what it's going to lead up to. But what about what you just fucking watched? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what about what you just consumed? Was that good? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yeah. what it leads to. What about the present, man? You know. But like that's like the VFX in Marvel is oh, sh- shoddy. It's dirt. It's dirt. It's it's wildly inconsistent, and it's because they are like what was the article said? Like fifty percent, fifty percent of all yeah, of VFX all production houses mm. are working for Marvel or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What? That's not right. That's an entire industry basically employed by Marvel, and yeah. it looks like ass. <laughs> yeah, and they can do whatever they want because there's not enough laws to stop them. Um. You know, they basically control um, a small section. Well, that's even a small section, really. Like, it's billions of dollars a year. It's like quite a large chunk of mm. the American economy. Like, yeah. Or, like, the, I don't know, Western economy. Like, um, which just is not right. It's not correct. Fucked up. Um, but the Marvel, I, I, we were on the Marvel hate train for quite a while before people everyone's hopped on. Hopping that. On everyone's, now. everyone's hopping on. Everyone's Choo-choo. hopping on. Choo choo. 
Choo choo. We we uh, we called them out before. So. Don't worry. There's space on this bandwagon for more. Yes. Yes. Everyone hop on. <laughs> Let's take these pricks down. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Because I was only thinking about about this. Do you think um? Will a Marvel film ever flop? Mm. Like bomb. Yeah, it would have to coincide with a global economic meltdown. Yeah, <laughs> like an like an actual like the industry. If they when when they bomb, like w- they will bomb eventually. Disney will fall apart when that does happen, um, or it'll be broken up or something. But when that does happen, it will coincide with a total like collapse of the entire industry. Yeah, World War Three will break out then. Or something yeah, like that. yeah, <laughs> like realistically, probably yeah. <laughs> You know, it might maybe Disney be nationalized in a World War Three scenario to like for propaganda. <laughs> Honestly, that is probably what would happen in some kind of scenario where maybe war with China breaks out. They have to pick a side. I don't know if Disney Disney might split into two. Where two factions, two factions, the Chinese faction and then the American faction, and they both, um, you know, Imagineers or mm. they're engineering consent with China, the public. China, like it's gonna be like a civil war. Like yeah. there's gonna be a, like years to come a to real be civil, a war. real civil. No, but like, like the end game, like <laughs> Captain America that is produced by the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sides with China. Iron Man sides with America. Um, yeah, that's the only scenario I could see it happening, and I, I think that will happen as well. Yes. That's my prediction. I think that will happen. Like World War Three <laughs> will lead to the end of Disney. Yeah, yeah, I buy it. But yeah. like, I wonder. Like, what's the closest... What's the... Oh, let's see if we can find this out. What is the least amount... Like, how would you even des- describe this? Lowest grossing Marvel film. Mm, yeah. Ant-Man, maybe? 14 of the lowest grossing MCU films That's at the box office. Way too long. Um, Incredible Hulk, that doesn't matter. Captain America, doesn't matter. Black Widow, that doesn't count. Yeah. But even at this lowest grossing, thirty nine million. Thirty three seventy nine million, isn't it? Four hundred. This is going up. Oh, it's just starting at the bottom. Oh, is it starting? Well, I don't count that because the fucking Incredible Hulk doesn't count. Incredible Hulk doesn't count, and Captain America, I'm not counting that either. Black Widow, I'm not really counting that either because I was on Disney Plus. Okay, Eternals. Eternals, yeah. Eternals is the first one, which and then was Shang Chi, which yeah. is the two newest ones. Uh-huh. But they're also just after the pandemic, so I'm out on the wasp. I'm counting right. That's but even at that, six hundred twenty-two million dollars. What the, what the hell? Guardians Galaxy before the movie premiered, it wasn't clear whether or not it'd be successful. That's their biggest since this was uh, the MCU's first space opera. Like this is this this really annoys me when they do that. It's like. Well, this is kind of like They're a... They're just using words. This is the uh, MCU Western. This is an MCU black comedy. They're all the same film. They're yeah. all the exact same. There's like... Guardians of the Galaxy is slightly different to what came before. But it is now like every other film since Guardians of the Galaxy is a parody of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know? Yeah. Like just smart me for no reason. It's stupid. See, I wouldn't even count like... See, the bottom ones are all the fir- the very first films like Incredible Hulk, F- Captain America, Ant-Man, Thor... Okay, Thor Dark World. Doctor Strange, quite low, I have to say. Yeah, but... I must I'd, say. Mm, people don't even like Doctor Strange. Mm. Iron Man 2, dog shit. But yeah, that's a wall. That's a long time ago now. Um, that, those are some depressing numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Age like, of Ultron, even 500 million. It's like, oh no, domestic. The Incredible Hulk only made a, made 134 million <laughs> in the domestic box office. Mm. That's revenue. After inflation... 
Incredible is still more. 175 million. Fucking hell. Yeah. Grim. Grim scenes. So there's still a long way off of fucking flapping. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, it will require um, a total collapse. You know? There's no other... You know? It's such a monopoly. It's yeah. it's, it's its own... They run their own government, you know? They run within, the world, within bro. Within that industry. <laughs> Yeah, they're backed. They're backed by the state, bro. They're backed by the CIA, man. CIA, Disney, CIA, did the same thing, man. Read up. <laughs> it's all the Do same, your research. Bro. Do your research. Anyway, yeah. Well, we move on to some listener questions. Um, yeah, sure. Let's if go. You want to ask us a question? You can hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter at paro underscore pod, or you can hit us up via email theparopod at gmail.com Robert has sent us the perfect email if you want to send a good email send us a bunch of quick fire questions that is the best possible way that you can send us an email that is a good joke I will check our Instagram because I actually didn't check to see if you got any questions on Instagram because of this behemoth of a Launch of uh, short questions that we got from Robert. Uh, no, he didn't. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> so, our first question coming up from Robert. What franchise slash company will Disney buy next? Uh, I feel like video games. I feel like they... Is that the one medium that they don't... Steam. Oh. Imagine that! Imagine that! No, that won't. That won't happen. I know that wouldn't happen, but oh my imagine god, that. that'd be the worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the boy like Ubisoft and like one of them because they're yeah. they're they're that's a huge industry. Yeah, I think video games is the most profitable industry. Something like that. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, but they're kind of it's like slightly slept on relative to to cinema. I'm pretty sure it is. Big, it's a bigger industry than uh, mm. than just straight movies. Um, they probably are already in video games. Oh yeah, I'm sure they do, but like I say, they maybe they'll expand further into it by mm. some video game companies. Yeah, with video game companies, I can't really think of any off the top of my head besides the big major ones, which Disney probably wouldn't buy. Like I don't think I think Ubisoft is. I think Ubisoft got bought only recently. It did. No, did it? I think it did. Did I think, it? I think Microsoft bought it. Um, Ubisoft no 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 it's Blizzard what's up Blizzard got bought by yeah some Blizzard yeah. Blizzard got bought by Microsoft uh-huh. so maybe fucking Ubisoft will get bought by, by Marvel or by Disney mm. uh, what are franchises uh, I mean unless they bought like stuff that Warner Brothers has maybe that's what they'll do they'll buy a few franchises off of uh, Discovery <laughs> to offset the cost for Discovery yeah well, what are they on Oh, Warner. Bond, Warner, Warner Brothers. Yeah. No, Bond is uh, Sony, no? Mm, is, is it? it? Uh, no, I think it's... Maybe you're right. Yeah, I think maybe more like... Uh, you know the way they did the partnership with Sony for Spider-Man? Yeah, stuff they, like that. They'd go into more... It's like, we'll make the movie for you and then you can get like, you know, um, some of the profits. Mm. Um, but we'll do all the legwork. We'll do all the work. We'll, we have all the money. We'll, we'll exploit all the workers, <laughs> all yeah. the VFX workers. We have our slaves who are ready to make um, pixelated graphics yeah. for your uh, James Bond 27 or whatever. You know. <laughs> so, one of them. Sounds good. You know. Sign me up. Uh, fuck, marry, kill. Leatherface, Freddy, and Jason. Um, fuck, Jason, marry, uh, Leatherface, kill, Freddy. Okay, I'm going to go... 
fuck Freddy, marry Leatherface, kill Jason. Why? Uh, well, I think I think we're. But why are we both saying marry Leatherface? He's quite domestic, isn't, isn't he? He'd be very useful. Yeah, around the same, yeah. He's <laughs> like, I feel like he's a great cuddler. Yeah, yeah. He's a big dude, big he's bear. A, he's this big, strong man, you know. Uh, and he dresses up for you know, gets all hot for for dinner. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he does it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Spruces himself up. Great cook. Uh, I, w- I would fuck Freddy because Freddy can turn into whatever you want him to. Yeah, but like, what what if he turns into his normal face? And you're like, oh, I'm like, don't fuck? do that. It's paper bag, paper bag job. Oh man, but then like hand job, you know? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, but Jason's like a zombie, a really strong zombie. Like, if you give me a hand job and just rip your dick off. <laughs> mm. What about Jason from the first movie? Oh, his mom. <laughs> no, the kid. Oh, the kid. <laughs> no, when he was. <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> yeah, the disabled kid comes out of the, the yeah, lake. Yeah, true, no, true. No, 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 please. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think between Freddy and Jason, uh, you're right about the, the hands with Freddy is a bit of an issue. Mm. Jason would be quite cold as well, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say he's a terrible cuddler. Oh, yeah, he'd be wet and cold. Yeah, he'd, be, he'd be a really bad snore as well. Although, I guess, he'd like... <laughs> like shut the fuck Whereas up Jay or Freddie was just making like one line it's like will you shut up yeah <laughs> stop making jokes at least Letterface is silent you know yeah he could definitely like he's objectively the best marriage choice mm. you know domestic hero um, housewife um, big strong burly domestic man you know cook also cook uh, also doesn't talk we'll protect you <laughs> yeah we'll pre- we've seen from uh, Texas Chainsaw uh, 2 He'll protect you. Mm. So, yeah. I'll take you. Uh, do you want to read the next one there? Um, who will be rebooted first, Freddy or Jason? Jason. Jason, yeah. Freddy's too hard to, to reboot, I think. Uh, also, just because I feel like... Because the next Friday the 13th will be the 13th, Friday the 13th, I think they're going to do that before they do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. Also, because it's just mad easy to do the, the <clears> killer. Well, Freddy's like, oh, dreams and shit. Can't be arrest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to really go ham on a Freddy one. Whereas Jason's like a, a blank slate. It's the same it's, thing. He's such a non-character. Yeah, it's the same thing as Predator. Like, you can just... Yeah. He's just a hunter, basically. Well, yeah. At least in the newest one. Um, What's the other one there? I actually can't read it because Mike's in the way. Um, Most anticipated movies for the rest of 2022. Ooh, I don't even know what's coming out at the end of the year. Uh, I mean, nope, but that's coming out this weekend. Like, Is that going to be coming out this weekend? Yeah, here, yeah. It's been out for a while in America, but we're getting it later. Um, so by the time this episode comes out, Nope is already out, and I would have seen it. Um, what other films are even coming out this year? Avatar 2. Oh, Avatar 2! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honk for Jesus. Yeah, there you go. Um, a lot of shit films. Um, DC League of Super Pets. Black Panther 2, Shazam 2. Get rid of all these MCU films, I don't care. Yeah, my God. Um, that's about it, really. Yeah. El- what? Oh, Elvis already came out. What, um... I guess, like... Puss in Boots 2. Oh, there we go. No. <laughs> when I is... Know thing. Um, you know, uh... One second, I need to fix this mic. Have, uh... Like, when's festival season? For, like, when we know that, like... You know, these are the, I guess, cans come out, yeah? Yeah, that was in May. I didn't hear anything about it. 
Did you? It, it happened to me. What ha- what won the Palme d'Or now? Um, what do you know? Like, are we gonna get like what? What are the big festival Oscar films? Kind of Triangle shit? of Sadness. One. Never heard of that. Another boy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. How, about, how did we miss that? Yeah, but you know, I don't think Pam or like can stuff that gets a uh, big buzz or anything like the you only find out with that afterwards, like a few months afterwards for, for some reason, which I don't understand why. Like you feel like film Twitter be booking all over that shit. Mm. What's it called? Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, the Wizard of Loneliness. Three point nine on Letterbox. That's not too good. One of the top reviews is two and a half stars. Okay, great. That's a great sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. I Halloween 3. Oh, Jesus. Fucking hell. That's the Grey Man. Oh, uh, I know I'm going to see that film, and I know I'm not going to like it, and I can't wait. Mm. Uh, did you see the new one, uh, Colleen Kuhn? Oh, is that the Irish one? Mm. Yeah, that's already out. Yeah. We should watch that. That's um Foster, isn't it? It's an adaptation of Foster. What's Foster? Uh, it's like a book that people read for leaving cert. Oh. I think it is. I could be wrong, but I think it's a, an adaptation of that. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Uh, it's only a short book, so we can read the book as well. <laughs> or I could just get it on Audible. <laughs> 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 this episode is brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, will the Lord of the Rings show actually be good? Mm, no. Well, it will be good, but it won't be, you know, it won't be anything to write home about. Fuck, I don't know. M-O, M-O. I think... It'll be good, of course. Part of me has the feeling that it will... Um, I don't know, are people going to... Are the VFX going to be good in that show? Uh, I'd say so, like... Yeah, I don't know. They kind of have to be, don't they? I... This is their flagship. This is their first big production, isn't it? Really? Amazon, mm. yeah. Well, Amazon do the boys and stuff like that, so I don't see why it wouldn't be good. Mm, yeah. And Fleabag, do they do Fleabag or do they just have it? Um, I think they just have it. I think it's a BBC Like, thing. Well, at least at the very least they have like the boys. The mm. boys is good. Yeah. I haven't seen the boys, but the boys is meant to be very good. Mm. And You can mm, tell it's good. It's one of those shows you can tell. Nothing about... From what I've heard of Lord of the Rings show, sounds bad. Uh, even rogue as well. Even yeah, no, it's just, I actually think it's just easier to hold it for the for the moment. <laughs> um, even um, that uh, what was it? remember we talked about the title card of what with the metal going through the wood and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like they put a lot of shit into that. Like that was real. That was, that looked like special effects, but it was actually real. So mm, if they yeah, yeah. so if they're putting that much work into you know, just the title card and stuff like that. I don't see why it could be bad. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah I, I can't see it being bad. I don't know who's directing it or who's writing it, though. That's mm. the one thing. Uh, so, in that regard, it could turn out to be shit. But I'm sure it'll be good, but I'm sure we'll be here in a year's time. And we'll be like, oh, yeah, remember that Lord of the Rings TV yeah, show? Yeah, remember that thing came out and no one watched it? <laughs> yeah, remember that came out and it was like, you know, it was on Twitter for like two weeks and then everyone just kind of forgot about it. I was watching a vi- I was actually watching a video about binge culture mm. and how it destroys TV shows because of that reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one's talking about season four of Stranger Things now. Yeah, it just, it just fell off. Like, it's so manufactured. Um, well, you know, it's like half and half. Mm. But um, it's like the attention span is 
is like is like it's childlike, like the collective yeah cultural attention span, especially on the internet. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so it's so weird, like so much hype about Stranger Things, and it was like a flash in the pan and it's already gone, and no one really like obviously people are still talking about it, like but it's not. It has like zero cultural gravity or any kind of influence or, whatsoever or it's any pe- lasting impact yeah people people latch onto something um for like two three weeks like uh, well it's more like a month um if it's like a big production like Stranger yeah. things or even the boys is like loads of like different memes and stuff mm. surrounding it it's like it's big hype yeah it's a hyped up thing better call Saul kind of had it as well but um but like you just like there's no lasting impact at all. It's just it's just that's it. Yeah, but the one thing I would say is that like I see people talking about the boys for longer because it's not they enjoy it. Yeah, because well because they enjoy it, but because also uh, it's released week by week. Uh, I'm saying that I actually don't know if that's true. But Better Call Saul is week by week at the very least. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure the boys is week by week. I think I, it is. I think it's all it's also because it's just more organic. Cause I don't think just because relative to Stranger yeah. Things, like. Now like, the boys is, is obviously not as popular as Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, but as in like the people who are who like the boys, um, are like into it. Mm. Like they'll watch it even if they aren't, if they're not getting fucking suggested promoted memes on Instagram. Yeah, true. Yeah, you, like with Stranger Things, so much of that was so forced. They're uh, so they, obviously they manufactured. Ram it down your throat, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you think about like like Better Call Saul, for example. People are into that are just really into to watch it no matter what, um, and you have. Obviously, follows on from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is still a huge cultural kind of. Oh, like, people still song. talk about it. Yeah, yeah, people talk about it. it's. It's been over nearly nearly Same ten years. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been over nearly twenty years. Yeah. So and it's still going. So a great meme, a great meme <laughs> of uh, Bobby and uh, Polly sitting beside each other, and right in front of them was Bert and Ernie, and someone had edited their faces to kind of vaguely look like Bert and Ernie. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good meme. <laughs> that's that's lasting cultural legacy, you know, which you don't see. Where if, if a show is big, but doesn't have that, like, kind of staying power, you can tell that it's not... It's big because it's made to be big. It's not big because yeah. it's, like, a kind of organic. It's kind of like an MCU type of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but I think... Will the Lord of the Rings be good? I can see no reason why not. I say yes. Will Tesla's board fire Elon Musk? Absolutely not. No, no, no chance. Uh, he makes way too much money for them. Mm. Uh, will Morbius appear again? Oh, that's a good question. Yes. Yes, he will. Yeah. In what capacity? As a meme. I Yeah, I think... Maybe on like SNL. He'd be like, oh, look at me, I'm man. so, I can make fun of myself. He's going to be, because, is Deadpool Sony? Alt- mm, yeah. Cause it, Dead, well, it's like there's going to be Fox, a, Fox. Fox. That's Fox. Oh, is it? Yeah. Which is now Disney. Oh, fuck. Because yeah, I, I was going to say, what I was going to say is that Morbius might show up in the next Deadpool film. Yeah. Or yeah. like some reference to Morbius mm. will be in Deadpool 3. Yeah, one hundred percent. That'd be so. Well, that would be funny to be fair. Yeah, it would. But like, they shouldn't get him in. They should be like, it should be a joke about how bad the film did. You know? oh, I think they're gonna get him in yeah. for something. He would ask to be to be to come he into it. it. You know? He hmm? fu- he yeah. he got into the whole like Jared Leto got into the whole Morbius, Morbin out he, Morbin time. He killed that meme. Yeah, as soon as he, he put it, single handed killed, killed it. it. Yeah, it's so funny though for that yeah. three week period. It was actually hilarious. That he <laughs> ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he will be back. He will reappear. Definitely. In some shape or form. Yep. I agree. And uh, our next one. What is the craziest thing you've seen an audience member do in a theater? 
Ooh, I don't think I've had any like weird. I seen someone take off their shoes, take off their socks, and stick their feet up. I was like, you that is pedophile. Vile. You pedophile. I called the guards immediately. Oh my god, check that <laughs> fool's hard drive now. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he's, I was like, I tapped him on the shoulder and said, your gaff is being raided at the moment. Yeah, I am. I would go home for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they are checking the hard drive as we speak. Yeah, you need it. You're like Trump now, bro. You need to get home. FBI are wrecking yeah, your gaff. You've just been raided, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put on your socks. Uh, the only like craziest thing I've seen an audience member do is like, while watching... Um, uh, Titan like the first 30 minutes of that film were so fucking violent and so like squirm and cringe inducing because of the violence and then after that it's like an hour and a half it's just like a pretty standard enough film but then with 20 minutes to go people started getting up to leave and I was like you're at the end of this film and now you decide to leave mm. why and like like not Did like you say a, that? not like a great like, what, what are you doing <laughs> why are you leaving like it's not even like it was like a it was like a large number of people were getting up to leave it's like what the fuck is going on that's not mm. like whatever this isn't can like yeah like <laughs> ifi mass walkouts during the screening of titan um it just didn't make any sense to me. I think that was kind of crazy. Like, why did you... Like, you're in here for a two-hour-long film, and at the hour and 45-minute mark, you decide to leave. Mm. Like, nothing that you're doing... Nothing nothing in your life... Oh, except for someone dying, obviously. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing in your life is important enough to get up and leave with 15 minutes left in the film. Yeah. I just picture you asking them why they're leaving. They're like... Oh, like our, our My our- child died. It's like, I don't care. Sit down. <laughs> All, all their kids died. Yeah, it, but like, it was like groups of people. It was like different mm, oh, groups. Yeah. Like it was like someone would get up and leave, and then another group of person would get up to leave, and then another few people get up to leave. It's like why, why, <laughs> why? That is um, messed up. That just doesn't make any sense. To Wait, me. have you ever? Uh, probably asked this before. Have you ever walked out of a, a movie? No, never. Would you ever? Yeah. 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 If I feel like I was sitting there and wasting my time, I'm getting up and leaving. I don't care that I fucking you know mm. spent money on this. Yeah. Time is the most valuable commodity. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fact. I think. I was thinking about some film recently. That I was like, if I saw this in cinema, I'd walk out. I was about to ask that. Yeah. If I was in cinema for Alien vs. Predator Requiem, I'd get up and leave. <laughs> I'm not fucking joking, I'd do that. As, as the title card comes up. Yeah, just straight <laughs> away. You know the way that they... Sh- the, the, I'm just going to go back to this film. The way that they <laughs> shot the opening of that film, it was a reshoot of the ending of the first Alien vs. Predator. Mm. They somehow made it look worse. Mm. Somehow. It's right. like a shot-for-shot shot, like remake. Yeah. It looks worse than the original film. Because... Uh, everything about that it's so dark you can't see anything in that film and it's like unnecessary violence and whatever it's shit it's mm. a bad film um i one of the craziest things that like <laughs> i'm not an audience member but i remember i was up um i think it was my 10th or could have been my 11th or 12th birthday party and um, was with a f- few friends watching a film and there was a group of girls like you know, like teenage girls, whatever, like sitting in front of us, like but like probably the same age as us, or maybe like a little bit younger, mm. and um, they were flashing the, uh, a torch at us, and one of my mates just got up and walked over to to them, and he was like, 
if you don't fucking stop that, and like really quiet to say, if you don't fucking stop doing that right now, I will get you thrown out of the cinema. And he just sat back down and was like, Jesus, Dave, that's fucking wild. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. Were your dad did that? No, no, it's one of my mates. My dad wasn't there. He was like, oh. he was in the cinema. One of your mates. One of my mates. I was like, I can't believe you just did that. Wait, he was ten years old. <laughs> He's like twelve, maybe thirteen. What the fuck? Yeah, fucking like it was like that's hardcore. I was like, you're a fucking dad. I was like, fucking hell, man. This savage. Relax, relax, bro. <laughs> Uh, and then Robert's final question is what is the weirdest MCU thing that got announced as in one where you look at it and are like why is this a thing yeah, Hawkeye made no sense that, yeah that. absolutely no sense no, who who asked for that bitch, there's not a single person on earth who was like I'd like to see a uh, a 10 hour um exposition on the origins and uh, escapades of Hawkeye of the least interesting character in a very uninteresting film um, you know which wasn't about him as well yeah you know that's the shittest character the shittest character in an ensemble you know and you want a full you you got a series it wasn't even a movie yeah just and like I don't think anyone fucking watched it yeah even that uh Falcon and Winter Soldier, like a little more that makes more sense. But I didn't hear anyone talking about that. Yeah, Miss Marvel, haven't heard anyone talking about that either. Yeah, I've only heard of uh, it's usually when people don't like it. At Moon Knight, I heard decent things about that. Yeah, but I haven't seen it, obviously. Okay, I'm just looking up like the upcoming things uh, for Marvel. Mm. Do you know that they're making a Craven the Hunter film? Craven the Hunter, is that the. Who's he? He's one of Spider-Man's villains. Oh, okay, yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like in 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 my head, that doesn't make any sense. Um, what do we have here? Black Widow, Shang Chi. This is Phase Four. Captain Marvel Two. Okay, Captain Marvel Two doesn't make any sense. Um, do you see they have a, a Groot film? It's a TV show, or like an it's a a Disney Plus kind of thing. Fuck that. So in Phase Four, we have. Starting off with Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Blade. I can't read what that is. Something Quantumania? Oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Uh, and Fantastic Four. Uh, And then the TV shows, WandaVision, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Secret Invasion, Iron Ha Iron Heart, Armor Wars, I Am Grew, The Gardens Galaxy Christmas. What's Iron Heart? No idea. Iron Absolutely Heart. no idea. Is it like Oh, it's uh f- like uh female Iron Man. <laughs> what the fuck? Who's gonna yeah. watch that? It's uh, yeah, it's Re Re Williams. Whoever the fuck that is. Ironheart is a fictional superhero character appearing in American comic books. The character was created in 2006. Or 2006. 2016. It's a... It seems to be like a black teenager iron woman. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hawkeye 100% is the correct answer for that. Yeah, like, who wanted that? Nobody. Literally nobody. Nobody asked for that. Madness. Um, And then... Do you want to read out Patrick's question there? Patrick has a final question for the podcast. He is asking, if you could make a Muppet-style movie, but instead of Muppets, every character was a Simpsons character with one live-action human, what would it be? 
prey. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch a bunch of Simpsons characters get mangled by a predator. Uh, uh, wait, um, uh, wait, what? What? What's so, faster? So the idea is like um, a Muppet style movie where like there's one human and everyone else is uh, Muppets, but yeah. in this case it'd be one human and everyone else is a Simpsons character. Character, okay, yeah. Um, what would it be? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, American Pie. <laughs> Just American so I can Pie. see some Marge Simpson titties. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice one. Yeah, I don't know. And the dad in American Pie would be the only human character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't dress. Yeah, he doesn't dress anything. <laughs> Cartoon characters. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to say Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> and who is the human? The human character. Um... Casey Affleck. <laughs> so it's like completely unexplained. It's Homer in space and he's on the phone to his son. For no reason, he's human. I would like I would like to think as well that like, you know when it's, you know when he's a kid, when yeah. Casey Affleck's character is a kid, I would like to think that like, he's a Simpsons like animated character and then it turns into Casey Affleck. He, he grows up, yeah. And it's like yeah, the not Timothy, explained. The Timothy Chalamet version yeah. then is, is just is a cartoon character. I always forget that it's Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild. It's weird. But and then uh, when um, what's his name, uh, McConaughey's character, I can't remember his name. But anyway, mm. uh, Homer, he is McConaughey in the film. And when at the end, he's like Murph, Lisa! Murph. Yeah, he's like Lisa or Maggie or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Maggie, yeah, definitely yeah, Maggie. yeah. And she's like grown up, or whatever. But he's trapped in the fourth dimension. But it's uh, he's in, he's like full CGI. Yeah, it's like in the in the episode in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's he's such a show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he's in the third dimension in that case. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's the, yeah. the new plot. Yeah, mind blown. It's like, oh, now it actually makes sense. He's time traveling through the third it, dimension. Bro. Oh my god, think about it, Sallow. Sallow, yeah. Who's the who's the the guy? Who's the human character? Uh, one of the like bishops or whatever the fucking you know the bishops. He's yeah, just one of the leaders. He's just eating shit mm. from cartoon characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Simpsons. They're all tied up and stuff. Serbian Homer. film. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Or Saw. Saw, yeah. And Jigsaw is the only like human character, like. Or um, Halloween, but Michael Myers is the only human character. Any horror film, like you yeah. know, I know that like like uh, like trios of horror films, we do get you know blood and gore and stuff like that. Mm. But like, I want them actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna read out because I got beef to settle with Hannah, and I know that Hannah's probably not gonna listen to this, but every time. I put up uh, the questions on the Instagram. Mm, we I've always noticed. we always get short questions by Hannah, such mm. as why, how, when, where. So I banned her from asking us questions. Blocked. So what she did was she sent us a an email. Oh, very nice. Hi, Paro people. I hope you're well today. I am writing you to express my admiration of your podcast and indeed ask a number of questions while I'm here. First question I have, and perhaps the most compelling, is how. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Following this, I would just like to know why. Finally, if you could please let me know when. So, okay. if you want to ask us a question, you can <laughs> get us up on Instagram or on Twitter. <laughs> that's, that's how. 
That is the how. The why? Because, God, we are we are so lonely on this podcast. We're deeply, deeply lonely. We need other human interaction. Mm. Let us know that you are listening. Like, we're just two dudes speaking into microphones. Is anyone out there? We don't even check the anchor anymore. <laughs> the numbers are so low. <laughs> We don't even we don't, we don't know what numbers are. We could be completely viral at this stage. Mm. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. Oh, I haven't checked in quite a few months. Never check. <laughs> I don't know what countries we're trending in. Yeah. I don't want to know. All I know is that I'm just a man with another man beside me. That's it. Speaking into two microphones in a room that is slowly getting darker as the sun goes down. It sounds kind of creepy. So let us it sounds kind of romantic it, does, it is pretty hot like the pre-podcast cuddle is essential to, the, is, to, to this yeah, podcast so. it's very sweaty today as well yeah yeah it was, we had to peel off each other it was gross <laughs> <laughs> it's all sticky it? Ooh, sorry about that sure. <laughs> anyway. and what was the other one where 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 uh, when oh when every you know, whenever whenever suits every day bro every Prefer, preferably when I put up the Instagram poll or the Instagram you know uh, question box well, anytime anytime you can send us uh, a, an email uh, but unfortunately if you're like Robert um, and you're the only person that's ever actually emailed us we will not know that you've emailed us yeah maybe he sends a text to say the yeah, email yeah it says no that you've uh, sent us a question because we will not see it but yeah. you know um, yeah you can have, it doesn't have to be on a Tuesday when I put up the thing or you know Wednesday or Thursday whenever I put up the thing you can ask this question at any time mm. That dude before, the guy that we talked about with the 12 monkeys, mm. he just sent us a message. He wasn't even prompted by the the question box. Yeah, he didn't play by the rules at all. No, and you care. don't have to either. Don't be a pussy, listener. <laughs> Ask us a question whenever. Yeah, uh, actually, right now, right now, right now, exit Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on, uh, go into Instagram, or if you don't have Instagram, go on Twitter. If you don't have Twitter, send us an email at thepowerpod.gmail.com. Ask us any question. What's the first question that comes to your mind? One, two, three. That's the question. Ask us right now. It, like, it didn't have to be film related. In fact, I would prefer if it's yeah. not film related. Ask us personal questions. Mm. Ask us personal questions. We will tell you our darkest secrets. We'll, yeah, we'll say whatever. Because it's at the end, you know? Yeah. No one listens to this stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the end of the episode. There's a reason why, you know? Yeah, no one ever <laughs> listens to this stage. And then finally, this is the end of Hannah's uh, email. I understand that these... Three, these questions might be quite time-consuming and require a lot of consideration, but I would be appreciative of your response. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Great rest of the week. Keep potting. Paranoid regards. Hannah. Fan of the show. Respect. Respect. Big respect, Hannah. Thank you for your fan mail. Shout out to Hannah. Also, uh, I told Balf that I'd give him credit for making the meme that I posted on Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dirty <laughs> fuck. I'll show you, you want to see the one that he made? Yeah, yeah, let's see. <laughs> Live reaction from Mark here now to this uh this um masterpiece, I guess is your new word to describe mm. it as. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we wouldn't really use it. like I'll use the other one because I'll use the more tamer one because Yeah. I think Instagram will, p- will take it down the post if I put that up. Maybe. I think well, they would. We, we can try next <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find yeah. out. Oh, God. All right. We will leave it at that. Recommended film for next week's episode is 
The Last Temptation of Christ, episode 97, directed by Martin Scorsese. I did that the wrong way around, but whatever. Episode, next week's episode is directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> we have a guest director. He's going to be, he's, he's like in the room. That, that's perfect, Don. That's perfect. Don't, don't do what you do. Martin, Martin, try that again. It's like, he's going to be directing us. Well, how do you think Martin Scorsese is? Like, have you ever seen footage of Martin Scorsese on, uh, on set or anything? He's just running around on bag. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he always looks jittery, no? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Well, that's the seventies, maybe. Yeah, the seventies are different. I'm sure. He <laughs> Nowadays, you like sit there with a cigarette, just like heaving out of it, yeah. like shouting abuse. Talking about film. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wave me. I'll do whatever I want, Martin. I've seen Lichette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll do what I like. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be leaving at that. We'll leave it there for this week. Goodbye. God bless. Have a good week. Bye. See ya.